When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right. It's that time of week, and we're, we're picking it up a notch. Betting isn't boring. Baseball isn't boring. Producer Evan has been red hot. He can't even walk the streets of wherever he lives. I, I think it's in New York somewhere. But he can't even walk the streets because people are either praising him for his power rankings or yelling at him about his power rankings. And now, Evan, like, I'm not just going to let you just sit back and just say, here's what's what when it comes to the power rankings. Here's who, here are the top 10 teams. I'm not going to let you do that. You know why? Because I don't want you to get comfortable. So I'm bringing in an expert. And when I say expert, <laughs> Eric Arditi of, let's see, so Barstool RDT is the is a social account, but more importantly, at E-D-I-T-T-I-22, the voice. I'm going to say, Eric, the voice of the Orioles fans. I don't care, you know, the voice of the Orioles fans. Um, and which is... When I, I I have such an admiration and welcome back. First of all, welcome back because you were on the podcast you, before. You. you you were excellent and and you were so good on the podcast before. I immediately said to the guys at Swing Juice, we have to get Orioles colors, baseballs and boring T-shirts. Sure enough, there they are. Boom, they're on the way. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, right. I mean, like. When we had Grayson Rodriguez hold up a baseballs and board, like he can't wear around a red and white baseball. Like this can't happen. And by the way, you've earned it. How does it? I want to, before we get to the power rankings, for a guy who has gone through the gauntlet of misery of being a fan of a baseball team, and now you're sitting here. And when you get to number two on producer Evans, power rankings like it's like oh my goodness how did i land it like this must be this must must feels i know that last year was good eric but this must be a whole different ball game right i've spent four or five years just telling people just wait just wait just wait just wait it's gonna come it's gonna happen we're gonna be good we're gonna have fun and i got told no it'll never happen you're crazy no they're gonna trade these guys before they even come up they're this or that blah 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 and now, like you said, I kind of get the like, I told you, I told you. And again, not 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 counting our, you know, chickens before they hatch or whatever. But again, it's like, I remember going on with you before spring training, I think. And yeah. you, know, you were like, how are people excited? And I said, yeah, you know, because they have expectations. And again, they 
whatever expectations we had for them for the first six weeks, they've blown those out of the, out of the way. Like I, you, if, if again, you would have told me, Hey, the Rays and Braves are going to be two of the best teams in baseball. I would have said, yes, you're right. And then if you would have said, Hey, they, they lose a series to the Braves in Atlanta, but they could have won every game. And then they took two out of three at Tampa where they only reverse Tampa, but they only gave up six runs. I'd say you're crazy. You know, the pitching's the issue. And now, like you said, I mean, it's, they're playing good, really good baseball. April was, Oh, I mean, it was awesome. And we thought May was going to be harder. And it, you know, it, 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 there's still plenty of time, but May, May is going to be tough, but they could not have asked for a better start to May. So it's, you know, again, just keep stacking wins. And, <laughs> and again, I'm just, I keep walking around just going, I told you, I told you. All right. So it's lasting. Oh, uh, so, yeah. You, you listen, I, you literally should, you, I, when you get the baseballs and boring, the orange and black baseballs and boring t shirt, I want you to put that on. And I want you just to literally videotape yourself running a lap around the Camden Yards. And we'll call that the, you know, <laughs> there is like, we have to have a definitive victory lap because nobody deserves it more than you. Yeah. And, and so the next level, the next step is to get people to watch games. All right. And, but you guys are doing that. I want you to tell me all the people who are listening to this after the tape is I love this. I like, I love the celebrations as uh, our friend Ellen Adair uh, has come on the podcast and said it's a golden age of home run celebrations. Well, the Orioles are at the forefront, not only the home run celebrations, of every celebration. But tell me a little bit about what is happening now at Camden Yards. So, like you said, they have water-themed celebration. These guys, and that's all he said. He said, we're young. We want. We need to get hydrated. So, when they hit a single, they turn on the faucet. You're just like, you're at home, you're hosed, you know, you turn it on. When you get the second, you're doing the sprinkler. And mm-hmm. then you got the pitchers in the in the dugout who aren't out in the bullpen filling their mouth up with water and spitting it out, which is hilarious. Fantastic. Awesome. Obviously, that, that, same, yeah, that same thing goes for a triple. And then the home run is the big one. The homer hose, the dong bong, whatever you want to call it. You hit a home run, you drink from the, the, the funnel. It's hooked up to a hose, and you're drinking out of it. Again, awesome. it's water. These are professional athletes. They need to stay hydrated. So <laughs> that's what they're doing. And then we I, I I got a call from someone with the Orioles who said they need they wanted me to help promote this. We're calling it the bird bath. Section 86, right next to the bullpens. Mm. And they're gonna be hooking up hoses, a Mr. Machines. I've heard the bullpen guys wanted squirt guns to squirt the fans. Nice. So anytime an extra yeah, it would they they that got shut down very quick, which I oh. that sounds about right. But um <laughs> They said that one of the guys said we're, th- we're we're working on water balloons. So I said that's a good that's a happy medium. But yeah, they're going to spray the crowd, you know, with these extra base hits. And it's not just tomorrow night. It's not just Friday night against the Pirates. It's going to be every single game going forward until hopefully the playoffs. You know, so that, and, and by the way, like, and it's going to only get hotter. I don't know if you know this science. Perfect. So yeah, science suggests that it gets hot and humid in Baltimore, and so let's go. I mean, let's let's do it. It's you guys leaned into something and. I, like I said, I think that the next step I was because I've been monitoring the attendance. The weird thing was, I don't know if I had messaged you about this. I showed up a day early to the series I went to there, and it was the Detroit uh, Sunday game, and there were thirty seven thousand people mm-hmm. there. Because I showed up and I actually wasn't even working. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to grab a seat. I'm like, well, thirty seven thousand. But then the next three days against the Red Sox, which usually travel really well there. It was a sad trombone of, you know, 10, 11. And it's been hovering, you know, like between 10 and 15. Um, but I, this is a, all we can do is take a step in the right direction. This is a step in the right direction, right? 
100 percent. And we saw the same thing in 2012 again when they kind of came out of nowhere and the, the attendance wasn't great. And after summer, midway through summer, it really picked up again when you kind of knew that they were for real. Um, 2014 was basically almost close to sellouts every night. Um, and like you said, that Sunday Detroit game, I think that was like Little League Day. So I think they said like 14,000. Your eardrums were probably you were probably going nuts <laughs> listening to all the kids. Which is it's it's funny, no, but again, but I was like, this is out of no. And by the way, it it was a great game. There was I think it was Orioles walk off. Eduardo Rodriguez mm-hmm. had like a perfect game into the seventh inning. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, like things have turned around. And then uh, okay, but 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 it's early, and I, like you said, I think that this is going to be. I love, I love, I love, I love when teams do stuff like this, and I love the fact that you're in the middle of it too. That's awesome. Um. So congratulations yeah. and and good job. Thank don't you. let don't let us down. We're counting on you. Um, <laughs> all right. So with that said, we're also counting on you to give uh, producer Evan like some. I don't guidance. Maybe maybe we're just giving him a pat on the back. Maybe we're putting Evan on our shoulders and saying, Evan, good job. This I'm agreeing with everything that you say. Uh, but we are going to go through, and I got the I got the World Series odds here on FanDuel. Um, so just to give you a heads up, Eric. That Evan has really when this is the third week that we've done this, the power rankings. And I gotta be honest, like the first week, he had the Dodgers on the outside, he had the Yankees on the outside, he had the his Mets, his Mets on the outside. And obviously things change. And these are tough to do. And, and I, I'm sure that you're very familiar with power rankings, but it's tough to do because you don't, especially this early in the season, you don't want to lean too much into the record. You you have to go off the vibe a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know I am I am one of the things I am looking forward to as we're going through this list. I am looking forward to where we get to the Orioles. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to see. I'm going to see if your heart is connected to your brain, connected to whatever. <laughs> so uh, all, right. all right, let's get this underway. All right, uh, Evan. Um, I'm. I know. Uh, can you just give me your catchphrase real quick? Insane. Okay, it's insane. Yes, it's there you go. Uh, It brightens my day every time you say that. All right, so let's do it. I'm going to go starting at 10. Evan, you give me your 10th, and then Eric, you can give me your 10th, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss. What do you got? Number 10, Evan. Yeah, so number 10, I have the Minnesota Twins. This was kind of a, a tricky pick because it was between them and the Padres. I was watching the game today this afternoon. And I was like, whoever takes this series will probably take the 10 spot in my power <laughs> rankings, just strictly based on they've both been like average lately, but they both, I think the Padres might be at 500 right now or maybe one game over. And then the Twins are leading their division. They're at 21-17, but they both had like rough stretches. You know, like they're both like three and three in their last however many games since the past power rankings. So that would be six games, five and five in the last 10 so they were they're kind of a they could drop off as soon as like tomorrow when I start calculating the next power rankings, but they were a team that I was like between them and the Padres, they just beat the Padres two out of three. I gotta go with them. So before we get there, number one, twins plus eighteen hundred. The Padres plus a thousand. I think that we've we're three weeks in here and you haven't put the Padres in your top ten. That's in the words of of producer Evan, that's insane. <laughs> and anyway, uh, so so hearing that, Eric, what's the vibe you get? Do you think that this is going to line up, or you're like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Putting the Twins over the pot? Like, 
What do you got at number 10? We'll just jump right to it. What do you got at number 10? I have the Padres. I, oh! I think they're <laughs> I have the Padres. Um, I think they're kind of a sleeping giant. Again, we know what their offense can be. And again, Tatis going yard on the first pitch today, and Manny's been at a bad slump, but Xander was hitting, you know, early and they they just they have all the pieces. It's just like you just gotta put it together. You gotta it's it's something is off. But again, I still think they're they they have the potential. Again, I mean they have the superstar talent, you know, at the wazoo. So I'm I'm going them at ten. I so I have to say if I'm gonna well no, I'm not gonna I'm not I'll wait in a, in a couple of picks down the road. I, but the Padres, <laughs> like I said, to think about just if we take a step back and say we're starting doing this power rankings and we're three weeks in and we're sitting here close to the middle of May and you haven't put the Padres in there that it's, it's very surprising to say the least. All right. Okay. Number nine, Evan, what do you got? It's yeah, so a number nine. I got another kind of underperforming, probably sleeping giant. Like Eric's uh, Eric said, it's the Houston Astros. I mean, they're 19 and 18, but they were five and five in the last 10, three and three since last power rankings, kind of very similar to all these other teams that I got at the bottom tier, because I don't know, it's like, they're not impressing enough to be higher up on the list and be toward the top like they probably should be. But they're also, I don't know, they're not bad enough to be off the list. I mean, I kind of, I started with them at 10, I think, on the first one. Then they were off last time. Now they're at nine on this one. I mean, they've scored 24 runs in the past two series, which is pretty good. And then they took two of three from the Angels, which are kind of another, like, possibly could be on but aren't on teams. So, it's a very tricky, it's a very treacherous <laughs> road I'm going. I tell you what, teams. I tell you <laughs> what, the rankings, and you guys probably are, are doing these rankings, seeing this, the 6 through 10 is tough, man. It is tough. Even 5 through 10. And the Astros are a street cred team. Like, they yeah. they are definitely a top 5 street cred team. And how do I know that? They are, I think, the 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 4th, the 4th, most favorite team by FanDuel at plus 700. So even though they're sort of wallowing a little bit, they're sitting there and they're saying, hey, you know what? You're one of the top four teams in baseball. They're a street cred team. So, Eric, what do you got at number nine? I, I have the Astros, too. All right. <laughs> Same thing Evan had said. Again, they they are they have the guys. And like you were saying, they've been there. We've seen them. They 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 did it, you know, eight months ago. So, again, we know yeah. what they can do. We know what they're capable of. Um They've got the weapons they do. They did just get, you know, their pitching staff is kind of getting picked apart with injuries. But, I mean, it's hard to count it. You know, they're champions until they're not. And Dusty Baker is there. So, I, I'm going to ride. You know, I, I have very confident in him that, that again, if anybody can get a little juice out of those guys, it's Dusty. So, that's it's a good point. You're champions until you aren't. And you 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 deserve a three-spot a three spot bump just by winning the World Series a year before. So, there you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. At least. All right, what do we got at number uh, number eight? Number eight, Evan. Yeah, so number eight's kind of a tricky pick, even though they're in an absolutely loaded division. And I think you could probably have all five teams in. I left one out, the same team I left out last week, uh, the Blue Jays. But it's it's the New York Yankees I have it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm a Met fan, so this was really hard. I was, like, tugging with my heartstrings trying to – So you think the around. the Yankees are better than the Mets? Right now, yes. Okay. And All right. It's okay. just. A, I mean, we just we just lost two of three from the uh, 
what team was that? The Reds. And they're just, I don't think they're going anywhere. I mean, they have some talent on the roster, but we've just been in such a bad streak that I have really no hope at the moment. So <laughs> it's a little rough, but the Yankees have won six of the last 10, took two of, or four of, uh, four and two since the last rankings. They're 14 and eight at home, which is pretty good. So mm. I don't know. I see them as another team that probably should be higher if they were performing better and probably would have made it in the past. Couple I, lo- of I love like, I love how Aaron <laughs> Boone comes out and he's basically like, well, you know, d- Hey, we're, 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 we're going to be okay. Don't worry. We're still in it. Yeah. No, no kidding. You're, you're a game over 500. Like what, it, you know yeah. what, how many teams would kill to have your record. And, and he's talking about like their 30 games back because the yeah. reaction and because the expectations all right, Eric, what do you got? I, I have the Twins here. All um, right. Again, like you said, took two out of three from the uh, from the Padres. And it, like they're they're in probably the worst, weakest division in baseball, and they're technically yeah. in first place. So that's something, you know, it's yeah. a playoff spot. But um and again, it's like you know, they're playing they're they're playing decently well. Um obviously, what was it, a couple two weeks ago or three weeks ago when they won that their first series in New York, I think, or versus New York just in total since, yeah. like, 2001 yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean, if they get Carlos Correa, if he gives them anything, because mm-hmm. he has been dog water. He's been awful. Um, yeah. If they can get anything from the, from him, you know, I think they're going to play a little bit better. But, yeah, I, I have them, where is it, I think eight right now. So right right I, around that spot. And, you know, it's you guys both bring up the Twins, and it's it's – I think it's legit because of their pitching, if nothing else. Like you said, Correa, just if you can get anything more from him, it would go a long way. But holy mackerel, Sonny Gray, Pablo mm-hmm. Lopez. And let me give you a little Pablo Lopez anecdote I found out yesterday, which I was shocked. I actually read, I think, a story. I can't remember what the story was. I think it might be MLB.com about how you know he would have been a doctor or something. Very intelligent guy. And that was that was just moments after somebody told me that of all the people who do crossword puzzles that they've come across, he is the best crossword puzzle in the major. How do we say that? Crossword puzzle. Um, puzzler. Uh, yeah, or puzzler. Like puzzler <laughs> in the major yeah. leagues. And that's his second language. I mean, that's crazy. So anyway, there you go. I'm just trying to prop up. I'm just trying to build up your twins picks. Uh, I should note also the Yankees plot fifteen hundred. Behind the Blue Jays, who are yeah. still a plus eleven hundred, and I don't know if, if Eric has them, but you've already admitted, Evan, that they're not in your top ten. All it's right, Evan. Hard for me to justify because I was looking at their most recent like uh, wins and losses, and it's mm-hmm. just against some pretty bad teams. They're looking like the Mets, but they have an above. It's interesting because they haven't played a lot of home games, and the Rays has played a ton of home games. Not to say that the Rays, but that's something to keep yeah. an eye on. Uh, all right, what do you got, Evan? Next one. Yeah, so number seven, I bumped them up one. I don't I don't really know why. It was like I was saying before, it's just seven through ten, at least on my list, was just so hard to decipher and pick. But I have the Arizona D-backs. They're kind of like floating, you know, like they win some series, they lose some series, but they stay above 500. They're five and five in the last 10, three and three since our last rankings. I just think they have a really good team. I mean, they got the veteran leadership of Evan Longoria. Obviously, they got Zach Gowan. They got all these young guys. They got Gabriel Moreno from the Blue Jays, who's a star, and I think they kind of stole him in that trade. They got, obviously, Corbin Carroll, could be Rookie of the Year. So I feel like they have so many young guys, similar to the Orioles of last year, where I feel like they can just keep moving up and maybe surprise people. Now, granted, they might fall off the list next week if they have a bad week, but they feel like a team that could be. I like – I I think they're – in. there's one of these teams, there's this collection of teams, 
and you look at the odds, I mean, this collection of teams isn't a mystery. Where I'm, I'm looking at them right now. All right, Cubs plus six thousand, Orioles plus seven thousand, Pirates plus ten thousand, and Diamondbacks, who you just mentioned, plus yeah. ten thousand. I mean, there is not like the a lot. Everybody's buying in. I'm buying in. I thought that the Diamondbacks were going to be a sleeper team, um, for all the reasons that have happened. Also, just because I like Tori Lavello and Mike Hazen. But anyway, so I approve of that pick. Eric, what do you got? <laughs> I'm going the Yankees. All right. Uh, I think I think them getting judged back is obviously huge. I mean, we saw last year if he doesn't go, that offense doesn't go. And I mean, yeah. sh- a shocker there, you know. But again, I mean, Garrett Cole has been really good. You know, I know they they lost that game on was it Sunday? They were up six zero or Monday, whatever whatever it was, and he was on the mound. Um, again, I mean, it it's, it also has so much to do with that little tiny ballpark they play in. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice. It's so convenient out there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, not, like, the, not like Camden Yards, which is like now a space. Like, what, what, yeah. what, 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 did those words come out of your mouth when the, the fence <laughs> in left field at Camden Yards was like 300 feet? No? Yes? No, was, I said the same thing. Same thing. It was a, it was a band box. It was a little box. Do you like – I want to ask you that real quick, Eric. Do you like that? Like, it is dramatically different, right, in left field at Camden I Yards. I love the, Love the wall. Love the wall. It, it helps so much. It really does. And it does take away. But again, again like they, they did research on it. Nine of the top 10 Orioles prospects coming into last year when they moved it back are lefty or switch hitters. So there's a plan there and they're, they're going to follow that plan. So sucks to be a righty. You know, Trey Mancini yeah. hated that one. He Made hated it. Hell before he went to yeah, that. Yeah, he hated it, but yeah. it works. Oh, all right. So that's the type of insight that I want because I just look at it and I'm like, all I know is that I've seen in the brief amount of times I've watched games there this year, last year, whatever it is. I'm like, oh my goodness, like that would have been, you know, it, it was it was maddening. It was mad. Other than Manny Ramirez, like actually robbing a home run for the first time in his life, it was maddening. But all right, high five. I, yeah, I, wow, that was. <laughs> uh, we should. Uh, we're gonna get Manny on the podcast. Just that's another uh, to do on the to do list, oh, Evan. Way. Write that down, Evan. Get Manny Ramirez on the podcast. <laughs> All right, I like I, so I I have no problem with any of your guys' picks so far. I really don't. So that's not probably a good thing. But let's see, the Yankees. The Yankees would be a first place team if you put them. in a Yeah, road. yeah. So, so it's it's, it's yeah. The the division is and Justin Turner. I had this conversation with Justin Turner on the podcast this week. I thought it was a good point. I mean, this is a guy who won 111 games with the Dodgers last year in the regular season and get beat, gets beat three out of four games in uh, in the first round against – or the division round against the Padres. And he's like, listen, it's not – I think the, the, he had, actually had that quote, right? It's flat yeah. out not good to not have competition during the season, to have a huge lead. So I think everybody in the American League East, they're going to be battle-tested. And, yes, iron sharpens iron. So there you go. All right, Evan, it's not number six, right? Number six. Yeah, so number six is the Boston Red Sox. I mean, kind of been the shock of baseball, I guess, so far because I don't. Th- I think there was so much tempered expectation before the year, but they're twenty-two and sixteen. They're four and two since the last rankings. Eight and two in their last ten. They took one from the Braves, who I have really high. They took two or three from the Phillies, who I think will be good. I think they're another sleeping giant team. So they have a pretty good resume right now, and I feel like they're only going to keep moving up if they keep going the way they're going. So. I think the last, and I just came from there. Great game, the last. So they have the two. They had two game series in Atlanta. 
I, I think that that game that went in, in Atlanta. I know that everyone's focused on Kenley Jansen getting the four um, the four hundred saves and everything else, but that game was important to them. They had lost two in a row uh, the, after winning eight in a row. But they lost one to Philly, the Phillies. They get waxed by the Braves the first time. And the Braves are – their lineup, man, is good. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> yes, it is insane. And it legitimately is insane. And so uh, – and by the way, guys, did you see the Acuna home run? Yeah, that, oh, was, that was, was everywhere. So it was hard not to see it too. <laughs> but did – did so the home run – obviously Acuna's home run trots are – but I I feel like this was the 470-foot home run trot. You know, <laughs> yeah, he does like he every it. kind of celebration you could pull out around the bases. He does like a little yeah. man when he's going around third. I think his brother does it too. I think it might be a family thing because I saw a video of his brother in the Texas Rangers minors. He's doing it too, and he goes past third. So, Eric, you, you you like it, right? It's good, good. Yes. Oh, I I, I think it's yeah. I think it's fantastic. I love everything. I think I, I'm I'm the guy. If you don't want him to celebrate, don't let him hit a home run. That's that's there what I go. have. You know, don't there, let him hit it. Get him out. There you go, and you know what, uh, Brian Bayo, he actually threw threw a pit, uh, allegedly at Matt Olson the next time because he was staring him down. The funny thing was is that so I'm up in the bar- broadcast booth and I'm looking down and I can see Bayo like staring at him right because yeah. Acuna is doing his thing from the get go. It's like it, it's a, like a ten part thing. We all know this, <laughs> and yeah, but but Bayo put his head down. And stopped looking at him right when it was the most like transparent, egregious, uh, out there move, which is like the sort of euro step thing right before third base. Which yeah. basically he starts running backwards. Is it's what like it Jazz is. Chisholm does it before home plate. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, but but yeah. it's but it, this one was the 470 foot euro step. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running backwards. Um, yeah. So all right. So Red it's Sox, kind of like Max Muncy and Madison Bumgarner a couple of years ago, where Bumgarner mm-hmm. hated, it, and then Muncy was like, "You can go get it out of the lake," you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, we can't be hypocrites. It's, yeah. it's, it's great. Uh, all right, so Eric, what do you got? Number six. I got the I got the Red Sox at six. Okay. All right. Again, huge, huge surprise. I had written them off like everybody else did in the first week of March, and I said, "Hey, thanks for coming out, boys." You know, I hope you guys are going to enjoy getting your teeth kicked in. It's going to be a long one. And again, as an Oriole fan, it felt good to say that. It felt good <laughs> to have that, like, oh you know, my that, goodness, have that up on them. Yeah. Well, but, and, 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 I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, Alex Cord, he's just, a, he's a darn good manager. He, and, you know, we saw kind of a, a rock fight when they were here in Baltimore a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, it's like, that's when you kind of realize, it's like, oh man, these guys aren't going to lay down and let you pet their bellies. Like, this is going to be tough. Like, this is not going to be a good 13. I'm glad they're not playing them 19 times. I'm like, 13? All right, sure. We can, yeah, we can do that. You know, we've already played two series there or against you guys. So, again, they're playing well, eight and two in their last 10. Like, weird stuff happens when you play them in that ballpark. So God only knows what's going to happen, you know, in the in the the heat of, a you know, a playoff race or something. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting because we have a few teams now where we're sort of like, how are they doing that? What are they doing? And I think the mm-hmm. Red Sox fall into that. The Rays always fall into that. Although yeah. I would make the argument that the Rays now have stars. I mean, the Rays have legit stars, um, it, both pitching and hitting. But we'll get to them. All right. The Rays have reached a level where when you trade a player to them, you always think you lose the trade. Oh, of course. Like the, the oh, you best trade you've you ever you made. You, you, like think, you, don't, you don't think De- Jake Diekman's going to have a like zero 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 ERA <laughs> for the rest of the year? Of course exactly. he is. Uh, yeah. All right, Abby, what do you got? Number five. 
Yeah, so number five, I have the Texas Rangers. I mean, you don't sound very optimistic about that. Uh, Jacob DeGrom has kind of ruined the Rangers for me, even though he just got hurt. But it's just like when he's successful oh, on another team, DeGrom? I'm just like, ah, oh. yeah. I, <laughs> he, never gets, he never gets hurt. That must You must be thinking yeah. of a different guy. Yeah. That was the one thing I saw that story pop up like, what was it, today, where they were saying he has like elbow tightness. And I'm like, even though the Mets are losing and I never root for injuries, that was like, hey, welcome to the Jacob DeGrom experience. Okay, <laughs> it's nice to mm-hmm. have you. But uh, they won four of two of their last since the last rankings. I wrote this so weird on my paper that I say it wrong every time. They're seven and three in their last 10. They have a plus 82 run differential, which is second in the MLB. They took two from the Mariners and the Angels, who I think are both pretty good teams. So they've just become a really good team. It's it's hard to ignore them. And we thought that the most uh, we're talking about the most disappointing. We want to do a power ranking of the most disappointing team so far. Yeah. In that division, I thought Seattle was going to obviously be better. And I think they still can be good. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Yeah, they're starting um, to turn around lately. Yeah, so I feel like they're going to be – I don't know if the the Angels are so weird. Like, I, I, I saw them early in the year. I'm like, they're going to suck. Otani's going to be traded, <laughs> whatever. But they're hanging in there. I mean, this I don't think there's any question. The most – before I say it, Eric, most disappointing team. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For you. Ooh, um, I'm, I, I think you could, I mean, there's a couple different, the Mets jumped out of me, the Mariners too. Again, like you said, yeah. I mean, the Mets, I think the Mets, Mets are the big one because again, even though we know Verlander and, and, and Scherzer are older, we kind of thought they were still going to produce and Verlander looked good, you know, his last start out, but again, the Scherzer stuff that has to worry you. And, and again, the offense just, I don't know if they're sleepwalking, Buck will do something to get it turned around, but I think they're my my most disappointing right now. Ooh. Evan, do yeah, you agree I, with that? Yeah, probably second that. As a vet fan, I live and die by every win and loss, so I've been dying a lot lately. But um, but yeah, it's just been a rough patch. I mean, obviously, you got the White Sox. Yeah. I, well, okay. I'm going to start. You I know there. Joe Kelly, but yeah. it's it's this is having to follow that team as I do, and yep. congratulations to Joe, who's like dominating recently ever since he came. Yep. Nothing. When you have your fourth kid, it's science. You go and dominate off yep. the paternity list. The paternity list. <laughs> this is what we know in baseball. Much like we found this out with Babe Ruth. You go on the paternity list. You come off. You're a different person. You're a different player. Joe's been really good. But the White Sox, I think, not even close. I think they're the. I actually thought they were going to win the division, but yeah. they 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 just can't figure it out. And they lost again to the Royals. And so anyway. We could we could save that for another day, but the Rangers are hanging tough at the top of that division. So, yeah. Eric, what do you got? Number five, five. I have the Rangers. Oh, look at you guys! <laughs> and again, I think I mean if we're doing the trending arrows, they're going. I think they're headed down. Um, because again, the Jacob DeGrom thing, yeah. where it, it's it's. I mean, again, yeah. Evan, you know it. It's like, oh, he's hurt. He's coming out. Oh, he'll be okay. Oh, he's gonna miss a start. Oh, okay, now he's going to get a second opinion. Oh, now he's out for two months. Oh, now we're going to rest him for another three weeks. It's like, yeah, it's 
we and now he might be back for the wild card game yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and then something else will happen but again they're um they're, I mean, their offense is, you know, their offense is fun. They're really good. Jonah Heim has kind of come out of nowhere, mm, and he's a guy yeah. that the Orioles traded to the Rays for Steve Pierce on Steve Pierce's <laughs> second time. Oh man, I didn't, I didn't. Oh wow, I did not know that. The one yeah. that got away, definitely. Yeah, and it, there <laughs> were people mad. There were people mad at that, being like, "We're trading Jonah Heim," and it's like he's a single A catcher. We're getting Steve Pierce back. He like the Orioles <laughs> in 2014. Like, what are you talking about? All so he does is win. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's you know it's fun to keep tabs on him. Um, but again, they're fun. They're they're in a division that isn't great. So again, like if they can, you know, keep kind of stacking these wins and and maybe just stay afloat till Degrom may come back. Who knows? Um, you know, they 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 could be a fun team. But but yeah, I, I had the Rangers right there at five. Yeah, the the whole idea of the Rangers being good was definitely predicated on Degrom being good. I mean, it's not yeah. why. And, you know, Valdi's been good lately. So, but you know, I think that he's good, and I like to have him on my team. But still, you needed Degrom with the piece of the puzzle. So uh, and every time way, I think of the Rangers, I I keep forgetting. But Bruce Bochy's their manager now, right? So well, okay. So right so yeah. So this let's, let's not discount that, right? Yeah. I mean, this is this this is something where they they're taking some lumps. And they're still winning games. And I don't think that's a coincidence. He's a pretty good manager. By the way, Jonah Heim, uh, did you guys see the Anaheim scoreboard? Yes, that was great. That was, I mean, we should do, uh, this should be a whole podcast on game presentation. I just came from Atlanta, which I think is the best, the best. If you have to experience the whole scene, they do a great job. But I love that some teams are leading into that stuff. And so, Eric, explain, mm-hmm. if you can, what they did with Jonah Heim. So on the big screen, you know, they put up a fun fact about, they, they, you know, they throw your stats up and your war and this and that. And then they, they you know, some teams throw like a fun fact. And it said, I think it said, had a daughter, um, could have named her Anna, but missed out or something M- missed, like that. So what, what, a missed, what a Anna. missed opportunity. Yes. <laughs> yes I love it. Yes. Right. It's great. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I love, I love that. I love that like teams are just in short, they're just, you know, getting the stick out of their, you know, they're just like, they're just like, they, okay, just have fun. Like for instance, I'll give you a, for instance, the, uh, when Kenley Jansen came in for the 400 save, they had three cameras, a couple still cameras in, in, um, and I think it was uh whatever a TNT or Fox, whatever it was. And they're right up in his grill when he's warming up. Before they, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. You you understand? Like this is important, man. This is yeah. important for growing the game, and and to do stuff like the Orioles, Eric, with you, like contacting you about that whole thing in the stands. Like that's th- all right. Let's lean into it. Anyway, there you go. That's my mm-hmm. soapbox. Yep. Uh, all right, number I'm four, Evan. Yeah. So number four, I had the LA Dodgers. I haven't moved them up or down because the teams above them are just so good, but they're, they're still trucking along. I mean, four and two and they're since the last rankings last Thursday comes out Friday and then eight and two in their last 10 took two or three from the Brewers and the Padres. The Brewers are falling apart, but the Padres obviously could rebound and be a good sleeping team. So that's why I had them at four. You can't, I mean, it's, it's hard. I, you're going to look back at your history of power rankings. <laughs> I think I might have told you this, that that'll be the one time in your life that you've had the Dodgers outside the top 10. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, Eric, what do you got? All right. Copy and paste. Dodgers <laughs> <at four. laughs> it's so good. It's good. It's good. So yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, it's the hard to bet. Going on. They're, so they're they're at plus six fifty. So they're the they're actually tied with another team, which I'll reveal later for the um, the second most favorite team to win the World Series. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the Dodgers are the Dodgers. I, and what's interesting, guys, is this year there was like that sort of oh no, they're slow playing it to get Otani. They're not the shock and awe Dodgers. They're not doing the Freddie Freeman deal. They're not doing the Mookie Betts deal. But I would say to them, who cares? They have really good play. And by the way, you lose your shortstop right out of the gate. Don't worry about it. They'll find somebody else. So that's how it feels. Definitely. Um, they're just they're just really good. Yeah, yeah they're good. In, they're, in synopsis, they're good. All right, what was that? Number four. Yep. All right, Evan, number mm-hmm. three. Yeah, so number three is actually kind of a shocking pick. I did it based <laughs> on matchup wise, but it's the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, yeah. It's See, that's a, I like a, it. You're spicing things up a little bit. I like I like it. It's like when the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky over all the other quarterbacks. You know, it was like, what are you doing? You know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they're four yeah. of three. They're four and three since the last rankings. Six of four in the last ten. Of course, they lead the league in run differential by like a million. They have plus one fifteen over their opponents. But they lost two of three from Eric's Orioles, and they took two of three from the Yankees, who I now have at number eight. So. I don't know. I feel like they might be trending downward a little bit. Granted, their record's still the best, but I just think... I, I, well, a couple... Of, uh, one thing, I, I'll come back to it. ton of home games to begin the year. ton of home games. And, and still, they're an awesome team, really good team. But between, you know, they've ha- I, can they weather these pitching injuries? Although they have Glasnow coming back soon. So, whatever. I mean, I just, I don't care. Whatever. They, the fact that you picked them number three, I'm happy about it because it spices things up. <laughs> Eric, what do you got? You got them at number three or no? I do not. I oh, good. Have, you talk about pitching injuries. You talk about pitching injuries, the Braves. Yeah. I think those, those injuries holding those guys out for, I think two, you know, up to two months or a little more than two months. I think that's going to, not, you know, not it's not going to drown them, but I think it's, it may knock them down a step or two. Their offense, like you said, is awesome. It's still really, really good, and they're they're going to be fun to watch. And they're kind of like they're another team who kind of just makes pitchers in a lab, and it's like, all right, throw, you know, it's like an assembly line, like put his arm on, bring him up here, and he, you know, he's going to go seven <laughs> and a third with nine Ks or something like that. Um, there you go. So again, I'm not I'm not bashing them. I'm I, I, they're at three because of the injuries and the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, not because of how they're playing. I think they're still, they're obviously, they're a really good team. Again, they took two out of three from the Orioles split, you know, the mini series with the Red Sox. Um, but I'm, I'm, the, I think the injuries may knock them down again, just for a week or two, maybe until they find some guys to replace them and get their footing. But I, I'm going with the Braves at, at three. You know, who's been insanely good, which I really didn't, wasn't on my radar is Colin McHugh for the last couple of years. I mean, he's yeah. been a, he's been a, he, I mean, whoever had the, me mentioning Colin McHugh on this podcast today wins a dollar. Um, he escaped the Mets and went to the Rays and they, you know. Oh, yeah. He, well, he was actually with the Red Sox for the, the COVID year, didn't pitch, Gosh. and then goes to the Rays and did what everybody does when they go to the Rays. All right. Yep. Here's, here's the, here's the, uh, the, the event everybody's been sitting for. They haven't left the theater. They haven't turned off the podcast because they all want to know. They all want to know where the Orioles are going to land. We're down to the like the final two. Forget about the Patrick Ewing NBA draft lottery. Forget about that. <laughs> this is the biggest one. And I just totally dated myself. I don't care. The yeah. Orioles, where are the Orioles going to go? One or two? 
We're going to start with a person who doesn't know as much about the Orioles, <laughs> admittedly, because no one knows as much about the Orioles as Eric. There's no slight on you, Evan. Yeah. What do you got? Who is number two? Yeah, so I <laughs> I have the Orioles at number two, strictly uh, based on matchups. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> – you know, the way Eric looks at it is a really good way of looking at it when he looks at the pitching injuries and where they might be trending. I kind of just look at it as like right now, and then I worry about the pitching injuries and where they may go next week. That's kind of the way I construct my power ranking. So I have the Orioles right now. I mean, obviously, they've been on fire lately, four and three for, since the last rankings, six and four in the last 10. It took two of three from the Mighty Rays. That's what bumped, that's what bumped them above the Rays for me. But they took one of three from the Braves, so that's why I felt based on matchups that – you know, they should be number two. The weird, so be, before we get to Eric telling you why you're full of crap, um, <laughs> the Orioles still sit here. And by the way, we haven't mentioned, unless you're going to shock the world and say the Pirates are the number one, the Pirates <laughs> have fallen out. That's depressing. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but the Orioles plus 7,000 still, plus 7,000. I love the gritty, gutty Orioles. I love the fact. Eric's going to be at the World Series saying, hey, everybody, not only did I tell you so in April, in May, I told you so for the last four, five, ten years. There you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So here you go. All right. So I assume we're just having you put the Braves at number one, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the Braves are number one. Now I'm going to step aside. I got a feeling by I saw Eric's reaction. What do you you have i'm i'm going to guess tell me if i'm right or wrong you have the rays at number 2 correct correct yep all right i'm going to let this is the moment of all the years that you've been following this team eric of all the things that you have done with your life you are sitting here and you are going about to announce your team as the number 1 team in a power rank a legitimate power ranking i'm going to step aside I'll let you have the moment. Go ahead. Uh, again, the Orioles, the way they've been playing, and and you mentioned the series of against the Braves. They were they were one swing away from losing that series and getting swept altogether. They were two swings away from from sweeping the Braves. You know, at in whatever it's called, Turner, whatever the old Turner, whatever it is, <laughs> down in Atlanta. But the what they did to the Rays uh, this week, again, coming off that that I mean, it was an extra inning game on Sunday. They used everybody. Um, they were kind of down, and again, it's like, oh man, they lost their first series, and and you know, you didn't really know the vibe of the team. Then they lose the first, the opening game that was their first series opening loss of the year, and then the way they did it again, it's just pitching, 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 pitching. I mean, Yanir Cano is not just maybe like the best story. Oh, he came out of nowhere; he was awful last year, and they traded him for you know he got they came over in the Jorge Lopez trade. He legitimately may be the best reliever in baseball. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that's not an Orioles thing. That's like a, I've seen other people say it. I mean, he is awesome. And he, him and Felix Bautista in the back of that bullpen, it's, it's very reminiscent of like Darren O'Day and, and Zach Britton, you know, back in the glory days. So that plus again, Adley starting to hit a little bit. He had his first Utah street home run the other day. Um, you know, Austin Hayes is hitting Cedric Mullins is finding himself on Anthony Santander is feeling it. So it's like, you know, not only that, they've got guys banging on the door over 300 average, over a thousand OPS in the minors itching to get up here. So it's not like this is the team they have. There's just so many more guys waiting to come up and produce and they're going to be up here soon and it's going to be fun and they're just going to keep <laughs> mashing. 
Rob, like you said, it's hot here in Baltimore. That ball is going to <laughs> fly. It's going to fly. And, it and it, I'm just – it's just – it's great. Again, I think they're playing awesome baseball right now, six and four in their last ten. But still, I mean, they're, they're – they're, you know, one game it's the pitching, one game it's the offense. And, and you know, once they put it together, sky's the limit, I think. So I really I, I'm going to allow you look into the camera and say it. With a – say – Number one pick or number one. Go ahead. You can you can phrase it whatever way you want, but this is your moment. Your Baltimore Orioles are the number one team in the power rankings. All right. <laughs> that felt good, didn't it? It did. It did. That was I a long that time. Many coming. Times in the, I like say that to myself in the mirror over and over at night at like 3 a.m., <laughs> but it, it hits different here. All right. So the the devil's advocate, not even the devil's advocate. This is the one thing I believe in the Orioles. Um, the thing, the narrative was, well, is the starting pitching going to be good enough, right? Are you going to be able to find the guys? Kyle Gibson, good, fine. So our guy, not our guy, the guy, your guy, guy who is gracious with his presence on baseballs and boring, Grayson Rodriguez. When we sit here, Three months from now, are we going to be saying, there you go. There's your number one, there's your game one starter. Ooh, maybe. I mean, I could see it again. He, he has some of the, the, the location issues and he, and he, he's walking some guys, but it, it seems like if, if you're in a big spot and you need a K that's your guy. And, and again, in a couple months, he's just going to grow and get better. And mentally, I think his, his mental game is already, I think he's, he has it down mentally. I've talked oh. to some guys about it, and they're like, he gets down early, it does not matter. They were like, other rookie pitchers would crumble and cry, and, and you know, they just they would, they would lose it. Grayson doesn't. I could see him, again, starting a huge game down the stretch, a playoff game, a wild card game, something like I could 100% see that. Yeah, and we, we know that a guy, this is basically our baseball's and boring test. We see the mental acumen to get to succeed in the major leagues is how well they answer the question why baseball isn't boring. And Grayson nailed it, man. Grayson nailed it. Did, fairness, did Charles, he tell you? Yeah. Sorry, did, did he tell you about the baseball field at his house, his dad building the baseball field, and his high school team would have practiced there? He, he, he did not. So he's been on your podcast, right? Right? Yeah. So that's yep, yep. That, that's yep, another – That's but anybody who builds a baseball field in their backyard, that's another one. that You're automatically good at whatever you do with baseball. So – yeah, 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 have to be, yeah. But it's uh, yeah. So that that's the tat, and he was really good. I I hope to talk to him, and and um, it's uh again because as you never know, like I heard, I saw him on your guys' podcast. He seemed like a great guy. Um, oh, yeah, great. But you know, it's I, you know, I'm from outside. You know, I'm talking whenever when I go up to a, a new player to do the podcast, it is interesting to sort of get their vibe and it's been fun man like like i was saying to evan even though you couldn't hear it charlie morton was awesome yesterday charlie morton was it was great talking to him and and when you ask these guys about why is baseball isn't boring eric it's it's crazy everybody gives a different answer it's nuts it's great there you go and so that's why we make the t-shirts all right, well, uh, congratulations, congratulations, <laughs> Evan, you. Uh, Evan, 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 I, you better make you better dominate the Photoshop skills on this one, man. Make yeah. make, <laughs> make 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 Eric feel good about himself. He deserves it. That's good. I'll That's have to make great. Two different ones this time. Uh, I know, I know. 
Well, guys, excellent job. Uh, I hope we can do it again. Um, and because you know what? Power rankings are fun. It's science. It's great, right? <laughs> yep. But thanks, guys.